Welcome to the Journey of a Misfit with Randy Abbott and Valerie Hayes. Hey, welcome to Journey of a Misfit. I'm Valerie Hayes. And I'm Katrina King. I am back. Katrina, I'm so glad you're back. You feeling you. all better? I am feeling much better. Thank awesome. you. Awesome. Well, we missed you. It was great having Randy back on last month. I think we're going to, um, just every once in a while, he's, he'd like to come and join us again. So he's I, our, our guest. I think that's going to be pretty cool. And we might have some okay. other uh, special guests coming up in the near future that I'm, cool. I've been working on. I'm so, excited. Um, yeah. So everything been going okay with you lately? It's been going okay. It's, okay. Been, a, it's been a week. Yeah, so it always is, isn't it? It always is. I mean, gosh, it's just nice to come, you know, together um, and and just touch base about what has been going on in our world and how God is just continuing to love on us mm-hmm. and restore us, even when things aren't going well. Right. Yes. So this week we are going to be kind of chatting about the topic of forgiveness, which is. Um, which is a concept that, you know, I, I think we can go a lot of different ways with it. And, I, and I'm open to whatever the Spirit wants to say today. Um, for some people, I think forgiveness is, is a challenging thing. I think for some people, forgiveness is an easy thing. Um, I think there's plenty of stories we can pull from Scripture on that. No, I'm sure there are. Yeah. So let's just dive in. And when you think of forgiveness, what kind of comes into your mind? Well, I'm thinking... Well, one of two ways. I mean, you could do it, the, our forgiveness of other people or Jesus' forgiveness of us mm-hmm. and what God has forgiven us. So, And he who's been forgiven much loves much. Yes. I always think about that. Yeah. And who am I not to forgive because of, you know, something? Who am I not to forgive when look at what Jesus has forgiven me? Uh, the ultimate, yeah. ultimate penalty of sin or unforgiveness should have been... Yeah, I'm, and you know the thing about it, Katrina, is one of the one of the things that I'm really learning because we're always learning. Hallelujah! If we think we've arrived, just wait. But I'm learning that you know, with everything that we have to deal with in life, we cannot give what we don't have. You know, and so forgiveness is one of those things where if we don't understand how we've been forgiven, we can't possibly forgive other people. You know. Right. Um, and, and Jesus is the perfect model of that. Um, and his, his word, again, is, is pretty clear on, on forgiveness. And I think about, I believe, I'm going to thumb through my, my handy-dandy. And by the way, thank you for rescuing my Bible. Oh, you're welcome. Anybody out there ever lost their Bible and felt like you couldn't breathe? Felt like you lost a child? Because that's how I felt this week. <laughs> so um, I gave Val CPR and found her child. Yes, yes. So, um, you know, when Jesus was speaking about forgiveness, um, he was asked, how many times should I forgive? And his answer, I mean, they said seven times. And I don't know, is that like something from the Levitical law, maybe? 70 times seven? Yeah. Um, And Jesus responded, yeah, 70 times times seven, which I'm not really good at math, but that's a lot. Pretty sure. (laughs) I I think the gist of it was infinitely. Yeah. Yes, yes. So um, the other story that I think of a lot when I think about forgiveness is I think about the prodigal son. Um, I love that story. Mm-hmm. I love that 
the father had already forgiven the son before he even came back, you know? He was just waiting for an opportunity to embrace him. And, um, you know, because I, I, I think our father in heaven, he sees our repentant heart even before we come to him. So, you know, like, for example, let's say that, you know, something's gone on and we've come to this realization that I'm, I'm a hot mess and, and I need something that's not this and I got to change my ways. And maybe it might be a while before we actually like realize that Jesus is the change we need, but that we've already began that process. I think that, I think that God sees that automatically and he's like, yes, they're on their way home and I'm just going to keep looking for them and I keep looking for them. So I love the story of the prodigal son. Um, I love the part of the scripture where it talks about the, the, how he ran the father ran. Yes. And and back then I did a little study of my own on the back then they didn't they didn't run. You know, those the men they didn't it wasn't run. Kosher. No, not at all. Right. And they didn't um and you know he he had he would have had his whatever the uh, I call it a dress, but I'm sure they didn't call it a dress back then, but mm-hmm. you know he kicked up his skirt heels and, yeah. or skirt him and and went running and that's yeah. not something that they would have done, but he was that excited that his son was coming home. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I love that picture because I always think about, like you said, that's what God, God's like, they're coming home. So he's like, he's waiting to wait right. to run to us. Yeah. And I think, I think the other lesson that can be learned in that is from the, the other brother, mm. you know, because sometimes the way that God forgives us is he forgives and he forgets, you know what I mean? He doesn't hold that against us and bring it back up when right. we screw up again. I mean, can you imagine because is that not what we do? I do it. I mean, I might like be like, yes, Katrina, I forgive you for that. But then the next time you... Love keeps no record of wrongs. It doesn't. Right. It doesn't. Um, but I don't think any of us are, um, you know, oh, no. <laughs> guiltless yeah, You remember in 1992 when you did this to me? Yeah. Yeah. No, it's like we it. always kind of keep those things um, just in case we need them, you know? Mm-hmm. And Thank God that he doesn't do that. I mean, right. like, thank you, Jesus, that, that that's not the way the Father is with us. You know, I, I don't know on this side of heaven if we're ever going to get to that point where we can fully let go of things. I want to. I think that we all desire to do that. I think it's um, human nature not to, but yeah. I think it can be done with Jesus. I it, mean, there's yeah. there's been, I mean... I can think of a couple instances. Not that I'm any of all of that right. because I'm a I'm a record keeper of wrongs, you know. Yeah, yeah. And, and I think a human nature allows us to be that, or not allows us. Well, is it? But I think through Jesus, through the forgiveness that that I've been able to extend, yeah, because of Jesus, that there's no record keeping. And don't you think anymore. that we can forgive someone, but also we can be wiser. Oh, yeah. Of a relationship because of what happened. You know, I think sometimes, um, I don't think that we were ever intended to be a doormat for anyone or to put ourselves, continue to put ourselves in abusive, toxic relationships. Um, And so, you know, sometimes forgiveness happens and then we remove ourselves from a situation. And that's okay to do so. I think that's okay to do. Just because you're distancing does not mean that you're not forgiving. Right. So just, you know, God didn't want us to be doormats. And I also, you know, I think the other thing too is sometimes, like, I can just speak from my own personal experience of a situation that I went through. 
um, that I was pretty wounded and it took me a while. I mean, I forgave right away, but it took me a while to heal. Okay. So I forgave because, and you know, the saying, um, unforgiveness is like drinking poison and hoping someone else dies. Right. And Graham, and yeah. Graham Lott said that. Yeah. And, and I just believe that. So forgiveness has been something that I've just been like, I forgive you. I don't even need to tell you I forgive you. I just automatically do. But uh, but it, sometimes it takes me a while for that wound to heal. Um, and what I find is maybe at a later time, something similar might happen, and boom, that wound comes right back. But what is so amazing about our God is that he's not going back and and, and condemning like you you know you didn't forgive you've got this bitterness it's not that he's saying you know I want to heal that wound I want to take that I want to heal it even more than what it already was you know you've become stronger because of that you survived that um and this is just a new level that I want to take you to and 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 also I think sometimes they're um, sometimes we can be prideful in our resume <laughs> that we have with God. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like sometimes we can just be, and that, you know, we can be really boastful about, you know, like what God has brought us through as if we're complete. Does right. that make sense? Yes, absolutely. Um, but we're not. <laughs> no, um, we're not. And so he wants to continue to build that resume. He wants to continue to give us testimony of his goodness um, and his mercy and, and his powers of reconciliation and his powers of redeeming. He continually wants to build on our resume, right? Because mm-hmm. we love to brag on him. We love to put that resume out there and go, look at how awesome God is. Um, and, and, and so I, I love that about him. I love that we can forgive and we can move on from something and we can be healed, but that wound can be reopened, um, easily, um, mm. By someone yes. doing something similar or whatever. And it can take the smallest thing sometimes, too. It really too, can. Depending it, upon how deep that wound is. You know, we kind of, in the counseling field, we talk about triggers a lot. We talk about how um, something that's similar um, to something you've experienced can trigger all of that psychosomatic stuff to come back. Like, you literally have a physical reaction mm-hmm. to something um, that you know, and you're, you're pulling from your past, you're pulling from something that you've experienced before and, and just having that awareness. Um, and I think that's where tapping into the Holy spirit and talking to the father and going, wow, I thought I was past all this. Like, I really thought that I was okay with this. And he's again, so incredibly gentle to be like, I know, (laughs) but you're not. And I love you. And I want to take you, I want to pull you closer to me. I want you to once again, see yourself through my eyes. I want you to see that situation through my eyes. And I love when he lets us see things through his eyes because, because when you look through his eyes, all you have is compassion and grace on other people. All you can do is just forgive them because you're like, wow, I see where you're acting out of. You're acting out of pain and hurt. This really has little to do with me. It's more about the hurt you're carrying. And, and so I'm not going to leave you enslaved to me being angry at you or me being resentful towards you. That's not, um, a shackle I want to put on another person, you know? Um, and, and again, on the flip side of that, when we're asking for forgiveness, um, we're not really responsible for whether a person accepts it or not. Right. All we can do is give it, you know, we can ask for forgiveness. Um, and if like a we've person, done all we can do, that's all we can do. And then the rest is and just pray for them. Yeah, pray because them. We, we say that quite often we are not their Holy Spirit. Right. So we are not the ones in the business of heart changing. 
Um, that's way above our pay grade. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. So, um, so yeah, forgiveness. So if you're in a place right now where one, you don't know if you've been forgiven. Um, you feel like maybe there's things that you've done or maybe you're continuing to do. First of all, I just want you to know without a shadow of a doubt that not only are you forgiven when you ask, but it's, Scripture says that it's that your sin is as far as the east is from the west, and that you're that they're at the bottom of the ocean. You know, justified. Just if I'd never sinned. Just if I'd never done it. So justified. You're justified. Ask. But yeah. here's the other part to that. That's super super important. The other part of repentance is to turn around and go the other way. Mm-hmm. So I mean. Paul said once, because of our freedom that we have in Christ, so should we go and sin more so that grace would abound more? By no well, means we died to sin. That's uh, I don't want to test God in that area. Yeah. So, um, you know, we don't we don't sin more so that grace abounds more. But right. but there's enough grace. There's enough grace. But God has He does have an expectation. He wants He, he wants the best for you. He wants you to walk in abundance and fullness. And if you're walking in sin and you've got a f- one foot in the world, you're not going to have that fullness and that abundance and he's not going to drag you over there it's something you have to come freely right right so just um ask god to to reveal in your heart what it is that that you're continuing to hold withhold from him he will forgive you and he's gracious absolutely but you know trust him in that just just trust him in that and and if for some reason when you ask forgiveness you hear a voice of condemnation or of shame or of judgment that is not from absolutely that's what i was just going to say there's a difference between a lie conviction and condemnation conviction is when god says see i know this is what we're going to work on and i love you like yes absolutely i love you that's why i want to work on this with you but for me a a big one for me was condemnation for a long time i was uh, this you did remember when you did that and over and over i'm like god forgive me forgive me and i it was almost like almost i don't want to say he spoke to me audibly but it was i felt it in my heart he's like why do you keep bringing this up i forgave you before and you're the one that keeps bringing it up yeah. You're forgiven, so yeah. move on. And yeah. now it's time for you to have John ten ten have life and have it abundantly. That doesn't mean that you sit around and condemn yourself or, yeah. or listen to the lies from your really true enemy or yeah. not real, not true real enemy. Yeah, because you have an enemy, Absolutely. and he will do everything that he can. And if he knows he can, he's going to continue to work. Yeah, it. he is. His so. name is the father of lies. Mm-hmm. He is, fear the is a liar. Accuser, you know. And so if you're feeling accused, if you're feeling like when you're confessing your 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 sins and you're asking for forgiveness and you're feeling like you're on a tr- on trial um no <laughs> look at well like you go back to the prodigal son and look yeah. how look how the father he was like you know just so excited to just see him yeah. you know and it's like yeah. he didn't have to necessarily he i'm sure he asked for forgiveness but yeah. the father was just like dude set out a banquet you right, know my son right. is home yeah and yeah. i'm you you were forgiven before you like you said before he's just waiting he's already he he, he was you were forgiven before you even walked through the door yeah, yeah but he you need but you do need to repent and you need to come back right right so and absolutely stay there, and so. again i think with everything with your journey with with jesus it's it's that track record you know what i mean it's you just have to step out and you have to try him you know try him at his word you know i believe that that he loves it when we speak his word back to him i mean that's is that not what he did in the face of the of oh, satan yeah. he spoke god's word back to the enemy so god i mean 
so much more god's like oh yes you're right that's my promise you know i mean he's not (laughs) gonna go you know i said that but i really didn't mean that for you no his promises are true tell him what his promises stand on his promises for you Mm -hmm. um he's not gonna get mad at you if you um you know i mean it's kind of like as a parent right like as a parent if i say to my child hey listen i promise you that if you clean your room i'm gonna read you a story tonight and, and, and my kids clean their room. And, and I say, no, I'm, I'm, guys, we just know time, you know? And they say, but you promised, you promised that you would. Who's right and who's wrong? I mean, you're right, I, you're right. And a lot of times as a parent, you're like, oh my gosh, you know what? That's my word and I have to keep my word. And we are evil, <laughs> God is perfect. Right. So, you know, he's gonna keep his word with you like any good father does and more, better than we could ever keep our word to our children. So just trust him at his, at his word test him in those areas you know really you're going to forgive me let me show you this part of my heart can you handle this god and and know that he can and again if you hear the voice of condemnation and shame then it's not that's god. not him and yeah. you need to just keep pressing in pressing in pressing in and to when him. peace comes and you feel love then you know you've stepped into his presence you've stepped into his perfect love so speaking of the prodigal song there are the prodigal son there is a song that i know you and i both love yes um and it is by uh, david and melissa helser who are favorites of this show um, and it's called abba and i thought that that would just be a great way to um, introduce the concept of God's perfect forgiveness for us, just his absolute 100% loving arms that he has for us. So I'd like to share that if that's all right. All right, yes. Define me, you're inside me. 
came running down my prodigal road. I love that. Came running with a ring and a road. Mm -hmm. And grace was the collision. So like we were talking about earlier, when you're going before God and you're asking for forgiveness, he has nothing but grace. He has has an abundance of grace for you. So do not fear when you go before him um, for that. So again, I think the other thing about forgiveness that um, is super important is... So what do you do if you've got unforgiveness in your heart? Where do you start with that? What about you? I go before God. First of all, I have to go before him and say, why, what? Forgive me for forgive having me. unforgiveness. <laughs> but help me because yeah. there's, there's, there have been people in my life that I really don't want to forgive yeah. at all. And it's like, but that's not the way, that's not what he teaches us. Yeah. So I've had to go before him and say, you're going to have to help me and you're going to have to show me the way because I don't know how. And he always has, always has. And, you know, like we said earlier about the whole drinking poison and hoping someone else dies, um, you know, so often that other person isn't even thinking about you. Like Mm -hmm. you're so ate up with unforgiveness and bitterness and all all kinds of things. And that other person is It's not even affected them. It's ruined your life and made you such a bitter, angry person. But they have, they've just gone on with theirs because they have no idea. You know, and, and, and. And then there's that scripture about, you know, do not repay evil for evil, but instead show kindness because in doing so, it's like heaping hot coals on their head, right? So imagine not only forgiving them, being freed from that, but then like, here's something you could really do. Start praying for them. Oh my gosh. 
That's a crazy concept, but you know what? It's worked for me 100% of the time. So mm-hmm. if there's a person who's just getting all up in whatever that saying is, because I'm not good at those sayings, is getting up in my grill. Don't get all up in my Kool-Aid when you're not knowing what flavor I am. There you go. So when people do that to me, you know, I, I, <laughs> I get to that point where I'm like, okay, I'm just going to start praying for him. I'm going to just start praying for him. Because, again, if we go back to who we're really fighting, we're fighting right. the enemy. Our, but that our, person's not the enemy. Our battle's we not have a flesh. real enemy, and there's nothing more rewarding. I get a kick out of it, actually. I'm starting to in my life. Thank you, Jesus. When you have victory, because Satan loses. And, like, the greatest vengeance on your enemy is that. And who is the enemy but Satan? A person is not your enemy. Satan is your enemy. And so that's who you need to be trying to get vengeance. And what's the best way to get vengeance on Satan? Is be joyful. Have mm. peace. Fruits of the Spirit. Fruits of the Spirit. Rock the fruits of the Spirit. Walk in it. Live it. Let it be your everything. And you will be taking off Satan even more. Mm-hmm. And there's victory in that, right? So, um, Amen. so kind of to close this out tonight, before we end the show, though, um, I want to end with a song. Uh, but I want to tell you once again, I want to remind you that September 29th, we've got a big, big deal event going on. Faith Fest. Epic, epic event in Wright City. You do not want to miss out on this because everyone who's everyone is going to be there. And the most important everyone that's going to be there is Jesus. It's like a Woodstock with Jesus. It is. So, um, wow. If you're just looking for a day of encouragement, clean family fun, mm-hmm. um, come out everything's free free food free entertainment free well, i don't want to say entertainment we're going to worship yeah, free <laughs> but worship, there's for free the kids speakers, yeah kids. for the kids there's going to be entertainment um just it's going to be a blast guys it's september 29th it starts at 10 a.m and goes till about 7 at die kroger park in wright city mm-hmm. so invite people tell people just get a group of people together um the schedule is on our website misfitsforjesus.com there is a faith fest tab yes and it's got the address and it's got the lineup it's got uh, pictures from last year yeah um and it's got uh the the flyer and everything that's on. And there. I would love to to talk with you. I will actually be set up at um, Mercy's Hope, um, the organization that I am that Katrina and I are a part of. We're actually going to have a table set up at Faith Fest, so I'll be kind of hanging out there for most of the day. So come by and say hi. And then I believe our Misfits worship team is going to be closing out the night with some amazing worship. So yep. um, come out for that. We're really looking forward to seeing you guys. So um, I hope you enjoy this last song. these pieces broken and scattered in mercy gathered mended and whole empty handed but not forsaken I've been set free I've been set free amazing grace how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. 
You take our failures, you take our weakness, you set your treasure in jars of clay. So take this hollow, happy your Raising up the bro-